Check, check. Okay, so we are live again at the Chef's Meal. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in today. A special guest. And we've actually been going back and forth for quite a bit. So on our own show, MetaFit and MetaMind podcast with Carla Rodriguez. Hi, everyone. Woo-hoo. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> finally made it happen. Yeah, finally. It was back and forth, and finally. I finally said, let me just put some time slots, and hopefully this works. Yeah, I've actually never seen that. What is that? Is that um, like a Google um, like doc kind of thing? It's called Calendly. Um, and I've met a lot of uh, people that have used it to put time slots and availabilities to kind of keep mm-hmm. you organized. So I figured that's good for me because my life is not organized. <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. I was like, oh, this is this is nice. Yeah. I'm setting up an appointment. All right. <laughs> seems, <laughs> seems legit. It is. It is legit. Well, if you don't mind, um, tell me a little thing about yourself and why you started the podcast. Um, so a little bit about me. I've man, there's so much about me, honestly, but uh, <laughs> I, I, like I can things, write a whole book. But things. I have a regular job. Um, I've been through a different um, to very like so many different jobs in like ten years. Um, but mm-hmm. more recently, I work. Um, with a guy with helping land developers and owners to kind of uh, do remodels and additions or anything like that to their homes. Other than that, uh, I've been through this whole journey about uh, health and fitness. I've got an autoimmune Mm -hmm. disease and a genetic condition. So that kind of got me aware of my body and kind of to learn more about how to take care of myself. Uh, And so Mm -hmm. one of those conditions I read, um, it's called... Well, the acronym is TSC. Um, And so one of the symptoms or something that kind of helps with people with TSC is we tend to have anxiety and things like that. Uh, And so I never knew that I had that until I started reading about that and then, um, you know, being more aware of my body and more to be more uh, healthy and everything like that. And um, I've also been on this like weight journey to right because my I've, I'm five foot one I weighed 150 pounds and that you know eventually at some point I was like whoa like this has got to stop so I went through this whole like mental mm. process of like hey this is too much I gotta change something right and so the reason I started MetaFit MetaMind podcast is because in the Hispanic community um, we don't really talk a lot about both uh, physical and and mental health um it's kind of Mm -hmm. like a taboo subject and i've been learning a lot about like sharing stories and sharing a little bit a piece of yourself kind of helps with moving on or moving forward to whatever else comes in your life uh and so my podcast i decided to do it in both english and spanish um rotating weeks because to me it's so like i could do the episodes in both languages but i was like people are gonna get bored with that so let me just go back and forth uh, so yeah, so mm. it's been like that's the reason why I started the podcast to uh, kind of create a platform for for others. But I'm I've been a doula, I've uh, been in retail, so that's kind of why I'm always finding myself helping others. So this is kind of another yeah. way for that. Gotcha. So it's more of a of a lifestyle change or a lifestyle practice that you are, let's say, preaching. Yeah. The MetaFit MetaMind. Yeah, you can you can say that. 
Yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay, cool. Well, I, I, I'm actually in, um, not in the retail business, but I'm in a restaurant business. Mm-hmm. So I know all about mental health and being able to, to kind of, kind of be in the, in the, in the right mind and not lose it during shifts. Oh, Cause it, it's important. Yeah. It, it gets hectic. Uh, you know, pots and pans and knives flying everywhere. Heat <laughs> oh does not mix with, it doesn't mix with anything once you get all flustered like that. So you got to keep your, your mind in check, especially in that environment. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't mind, uh, exactly what part of the U.S. are you in? I live in Austin, Texas. Hey. Yeah. All right. So it's not that far. It's only, what, a few thousand miles away Probably. or something like Where that? Where are you at? I'm in New Jersey. I'm in New oh, Jersey. Oh, my brother actually lives in Jersey, somewhere in Jersey. Well, there you go. Yeah, I don't know where. Yeah, it's not too far. Like. Yeah. Now, how crazy is barbecue there? Oh, man. You can find barbecue in plenty plenty corners of Austin, and the really good ones are kind of hidden, but you have to sort of know others who know about them to kind of get there. And then, mm-hmm. you know, after the secret's out, the secret's out. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. I'm not as I mean, I do want to try barbecue mm-hmm. when, whenever you know, if we do, or well, whenever we pass, rather, my wife and I go over. But I'm more interested in like the Loki taquerias that are in the corners that nobody knows about. Yeah. That is like bomb. I want, I want to know about those. So if you have any insights, and please. Taquerias are hard. Like the good ones, good ones. They, they honestly, the really good ones. It's kind of bad to say. Don't look the nicest, but that's where the best no, tacos yeah. come from. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I, I'm all familiar with that than anything. I, I work in the kitchen. Yeah. So All my staff is Hispanic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe two weeks ago, uh, my husband and I and his brother, we all like went to this place called Moreliana, which is like maybe eight minutes from where we live. And, okay. you know, we were just sitting there waiting for tacos and and. My husband, he he just kind of stared and looked and whatever. We've we've eaten there before. So when we got <laughs> home, like we brought the tacos home, he just like, hey, did you notice what it looks like in there? Or like, what do you mean? He's like, eh, like it's not taken care of. And my brother-in-law and I <laughs> were like, that's where the best tacos come from. Yeah, that's normal. You know, he's like, exactly. My brother-in-law says, you've been to TJ Tijuana, like you should know, like that's where the good stuff comes from. That is the places, yeah. No, there is a um right right in front of our house, our our apartment. There's a little there's a little bodega right there in the corner, mm-hmm. and it's always filled no matter what. And you can smell it's a Colombian bakery, pretty Ooh. much. And uh, they sell pupusas my mom, over there, nice. and it's so good. My mom's from El Salvador, so she makes pupusas. Oh, yeah. It's it's something to die for, and it's cheap. They sell it. You know, it's just like any other bodega. You can get a whole meal for six or seven bucks. Yeah. It's great. And a lot of food. It's Spanish food. Everybody's friendly. It's it's a good it's a good place. Also. Yeah. Have you noticed that for six dollars you get so much food? It's like it's like twenty pounds of food yeah. for six dollars. It's so good. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You're like, uh, I got some for lunch now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a two meal thing. Well, that's any Spanish household would. Would feed you the same thing if you were ever to go over anyway. You oh, you would know that. Yeah, you're Hispanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So on a couple of your podcasts, um, there's a whole bunch that kind of goes around. And you said about uh, you know being in, in a mindful state and being health conscious. Mm-hmm. And w- when did that kind of switch over for you? Like, oh, 
you know what, I think this year I'm going to do it. This year I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my foot down. What is your aha moment that made you do the switch? To do the switch to be more health conscious? Yeah, um, to start the podcast. Oh, to start the podcast? At the end of last year, so my mother-in-law and I tried to start this business like two years ago. Um, okay. Yeah, and we honestly didn't know anything about starting a business. Uh, but I had an idea of the route I wanted to take it at, towards. And a lot of it was, you know, why are people going to buy from us if they don't know anything about us? And mm. both of her journey and my journey, like she used to weigh like more than 200 pounds, you know, and now she weighs like 130 something. Right. And so we've been through this. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we, I told her, I was like, we should share a story and, you know, make people aware of what we've gone through and that they can do it too. And so we, towards the end, we really didn't agree on things. So we decided to just close it. And at the, the end of the year, last year in December, um, I said, I'm stopping this. Right. Uh, and I didn't mm. touch it for a while. I didn't do anything about it. And at the beginning of the year, I'm actually, so during this whole time, I'm collaborating with uh, 26 other women uh, in a book. Um, So that book actually comes out next week or in the next two weeks. I don't remember the date. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And so because of that and me sharing kind of a part of my story, it it, it clicked in my mind. And I was like, well, this is a way I can share my journey, but I can also allow others to do it. So maybe two weeks yeah. into January, I said, you know what? 2019 is the year. 2019, I'm going to accomplish these things. I'm going to start this podcast. I have no idea how, but mm-hmm. I'm going to do my research. I started following a um, a podcaster who she's been podcasting for about more than three years or something. And then I just mm-hmm. started messaging her because she just moved to Austin and I started messaging her and asking her questions and she's been really cool to, you know, answer as, as fast as she could. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, that's kind of how, like, uh, after one thing ended, I said, I'm not really giving up, but let me figure out how to even approach it next. And so that's how the podcast started. Got it. Well, I mean, at least you're putting the effort, right? You said, this is the day. I'm going to make it happen no matter what. Yeah. And you just kind of kept trying, you know, day to day. And that's, I think you've accomplished more than most. Thank you. By just doing that. No, it it really is. Even in the kitchen, I tell my guys all the time too, you can't go from one to 100 in a day. Mm -hmm. You need to go one to 100 in like six months or seven months. And then you look back, see if you did learn it. And then if not, you keep on chugging along, but it has to be that mindset. It can't be, it can't be overnight. It will never be overnight. Definitely. We're not geniuses. Yeah. I remember when I, one one day I said, I'm going to start this. Let me do the research. A friend helped me kind of start the website. Then she just couldn't help me anymore. Um, But it's fine. And so once I started working, sort of working with her to kind of have ideas on how I would create the website, I set a date. And I'm surprised that mm. I said, I, I, I think I made it for like a two month or three month goal. And then once that date was mm-hmm. approaching, I was like, whoa, the day is here. I remember back when I was talking to her and now it's actually the launch date, you know, yeah. it was like from one day to the next, it felt like that, but it was definitely a process and something where I had to also like mentally get ready for. Yeah. 
it's a bit it's a bit of a it's a bit of an undertaking whenever you're committing to something like that so that's good that's awesome yeah now let's talk about um let's talk about some food if you don't mind so if you uh sure you've listened to any of my podcasts i am a chef i this is what i do and i i kind of interview people on on a whim because i, I feel that we can all kind of benefit each other especially when it's talk about food now if you don't mind me asking mm-hmm. Um, what do you absolutely refuse to eat? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think my least, like, I will not eat it. I just won't do it. I think onions and mushrooms, like, I just can't do it. What? You can't do it? Is it the texture? Um, I think the mushrooms is probably the texture. The onions is just the smell of it. I just, I don't know. I can't stand it. It's weird because I can I can cook with it, but I have to take it out before I uh, add my food. Is it? Hmm, that is weird. Yeah. Can you? Is it the raw smell or the cooked smell? I think it's the raw smell, and then once I think of the raw uh, smell, even if it was cooked, I think about the the previous smell. <laughs> so it's weird. I I'm actually I I've actually gotten better at at eating stuff and different foods because surprisingly. Mm. When I was 18, I still would not eat vegetables. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Well, it's not, I mean, it's not necessarily normal, but it, it's pretty average, you know, being here in the States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Uh, okay. So, yeah, that, those are like my least. I will not do it. <laughs> That's not bad. Mine is okra. I cannot do Ooh. it. Yeah. I can't. I can't. That's, that's the one food I draw the line. I just cannot do it. Yeah, I, I don't think I can do that either, but it wasn't the first one on my mind. <laughs> okay. All right. Second one, uh, the most disgusting thing you've eaten. The most disgusting thing I've eaten? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if people are going to think this is gross, but I've um, but I thought it was pretty good. It was salted ants. Salted ants? Yeah. My mom's friend like is a- Colombian. And I guess that's okay. like a little... Um, I don't know. It's like a snack or something that they, they, Sure. I don't know how they make them honestly, but they were salted and not. Are they like big ants? Like They're big ants. Yeah. Are we talking about like one inch, two inch? Uh, maybe, maybe one, one or smaller. Okay. So like a size of a quarter pretty yeah. much? Yeah. Maybe That's some of them are smaller, but I think people would think it's gross, but surprisingly, even I surprised myself. I was like, I can't believe I ate these, but they're not bad. Yeah, I, it's pretty normal actually. I'm I'm Asian also, mm-hmm. so I I'm accustomed to those kind of cuisines. Oh, okay. In the Philippines, we serve we serve a whole bunch of weird stuff too. I, like I've eaten grasshoppers and cool. bugs and junk too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool. I've had frog once, and I thought it tasted like chicken. Frog tastes like chicken. I thought it tasted frog tasted like chicken. Did you have it? Did you have it fried? Yeah, it was, pan seared in the oven. It was fried. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So maybe that's cool. why. I mean. I'd be down for it. I don't mind that. It wasn't horrible. <laughs> okay, so the longest you have gone without food or drink. 36. Do you do any kind of fasting? Yeah, 36 hours. Wow. And that was about a month ago. <laughs> so, um, my, is that a choice or is that just like a. Um, or are you doing it consistently? So, I normally fast maybe 14 to 16, maybe depends on how I feel, 12 to 16 mm-hmm. hours. Um, and so, like I said, that was about a month ago. And my mother-in-law calls me <laughs> and she's like, Carlita, she, you know, we're doing this fasting thing. You know, it starts tomorrow, Sunday, and we won't eat again until like Tuesday morning. And I was like, why should I do this? Right. 
And she's like, look, she's like, uh, she's like, uh, Yenny, who's my sister-in-law, she already agreed to it. And so I said, fine. I was like, this sounds like a challenge (laughs) now. So (laughs) I I took the challenge and and I did do it. I even had to cook on Monday night because we couldn't eat till Tuesday. I ended up cooking uh-huh. for my husband and it was, it was salmon and rice and I think broccoli. I don't remember what the other thing was, but I love salmon. Salmon's like my favorite thing to eat. And oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I told him, I was like, I need you to try the rice to make sure it's good. And he wouldn't do it. So I was like, fine. However, it comes, <laughs> however it comes out, it's on you now because I can't eat till tomorrow. <laughs> so, oh, wow. yeah. Now, do you do do you do intermittent fasting? Is that why you do the 12, 16 hours? Because I do it as well. Yes. Got it, got it, got it. I actually, um, I was telling my wife uh, last year, I only did, only used to do 10 to 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And it felt like it didn't do anything. So the start of this year, I upped it to 16 to 18 hours. Oh. So I, I would stop eating. Yeah, I would I would start eating at 11 and stop maybe around 5 or 6 and then repeat the process pretty mm-hmm. much. And even though I work in a, in a restaurant business where I'm working like 12, 14 hours, I, it's, it's been pretty good and I'm keeping my weight down. It's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's, I feel it's a choice. Like, and it's, I'm assuming that's the same, that's the same thing that you would feel, right? You'd feel all nice. Oh yeah. I feel and you're eating more better. I definitely feel like when I start fasting, I have more, yeah. surprisingly, I have more energy. Uh, so that's, a, that's a benefit focused. to it. Word. Okay. So how about, do you prefer to watch cooking or food shows? Meaning cooking shows as if it's like, I don't know, like the Iron Chef series mm. or uh, cooking shows, meaning um, like Chopped or any of that. I think my favorite are competition shows, um, like the, okay, maybe Chopped uh, and the kid ones too, because those kids like. Oh, the kid ones are so yeah, good. I'm like, the kid ones are like, so good. What, like, what parent let you be in the kitchen already? <laughs> and then they come out with these like amazing dishes. And I'm like, I should feel ashamed because I only cook basic stuff. And so <laughs> those are my favorite because I mean, I'm just like excited to see what's going to come out. Yeah. Now they're, they're quite exciting, especially with the little kids because they're actually knowing how to do restaurant level, like quality food. And I'm really amazed they put the time and the effort and such a young age too. So all those people, all those kids are going to make it out great. Yeah. And to have the patience stuck for with that, culinary. you know, mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, I just want, if I wanted my food, I wanted my food. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those kids are, those kids are amazing. They're definitely dedicated and talented. Now, have you ever eaten any weird things or proteins besides the ants? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about like other animals. Uh I don't know. I haven't gotten to that level yet. I told you that I was trying new foods yeah. and stuff, but I don't think I've gotten to that more. Like, I mean, you had frog. I did. I did. I did have frog, but I don't know if people would. It wasn't a restaurant, so I don't know if people think that's weird. <laughs> ah. I don't know. Asian culinary is pretty of, weird, so we're pretty. Hmm. Not at the moment. That's a challenge for this year. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Her Okay. So first thing you usually feel like eating when you wake up? Uh, well, first I have to have my coffee. Um, cause I can, Oh, you're a coffee drinker. I am not, and, and I'm not addicted Got because again. I can go a day without coffee. Uh, and I drink it black. Got it. Mm-hmm. That's normal. Mm-hmm. And maybe 
if I were to eat in the morning, like if I weren't were not too fast, I like have to have my beans. Does it have to be pinto beans or frijoles, negros? Black, or... uh-huh, negros. Yeah, got it. I can't. I can't do. I can't do the other beans too. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it's uh Maybe because as my cooks, they they serve such good. Oh my goodness. Uh, one of my one of my cooks, uh, she's Dominican. Mm. And they serve. It's not really refried beans. I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it, but she makes it with frijoles negros, uh-huh. and it's so good. It's so good. I don't know how she makes yeah, it. Yeah, my mom makes them really. I keep good telling her to tell too. me how to make it, but I'm 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 horrible. Delicious. All right, I'm horrible. <laughs> now, are you allergic to any kind of food? Luckily, I'm not. I'm so glad that I'm not wow. allergic to foods. Uh, not that I know of. And if I, well, I'm lying. Uh, supposedly, supposedly, I haven't actually gotten tested for it. I may be like okay. allergic to gluten. Um, okay. But I I don't know because on my skin I get these little bumps and mm-hmm. sometimes they flare up and sometimes they don't and I don't notice it okay. other people notice it but my Is it a rash are we talking it, it about? It looks like a rash but it's not it doesn't it's not it, it doesn't bother me I've had it all my life. Uh well as far as I remember okay. uh but supposedly I'm I'm allergic to gluten. Uh, my uh, my goal actually okay. is to do one of those um like food allergy test this year? No. I actually don't. I was, I was just about to tell you don't don't do that one because it's it's a it's a broad spectrum. Uh-huh. So as a culinary, mm-hmm. here's the best thing I can suggest for you to do, and you need to do it in intervals, like in a week at a time, okay. right? So buy some white bread. Okay. Consume that for like two days, and then wait the entire week see if you get anything like any kind of flare ups or huh. whatever. The next week buy whole wheat bread and make sure that the wheat is as high as possible meaning as closer to wheat as you know as it can be so buy like, like whole the, wheat or something or yeah like the the, the one in the bakery because oh, okay. they will try to get the, the highest amount of protein mm-hmm. in there that's what whole wheat is see if you have any flare-ups consume it for two days and then stop for the entire week see if you get anything and then lastly uh the third week, consume gluten in a liquid form. So meaning uh, soy sauce uh-huh. or any kind of um, sauce that has uh, uh, the gluten compound in okay. it. Consume it for two days and then see which three of those you react to. Because it's not necessarily just that one item. It can be anything or it can be in any form. But you need to you need to be mindful of what you're consuming. Oh, if you, that's so interesting. If you find out which exact one that you you uh, you flare up mm-hmm. in, you just avoid that one, and you're good with the other ones. Dude, that dude, that's awesome. I I've, nobody's ever told me that. I've never even heard of that like that way to check. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's awesome. Thank you. No, granted. <laughs> yeah, granted. If you're if you are truly if you have the disease, if you have celiac disease, obviously don't consume gluten mm-hmm. because. Uh, the disease itself uh, makes your body not being able to process the, the gluten. Okay. That's what it is. So if you have it, also don't because you're not going to be able to process mm-hmm. it. But if you are just having some kind of uh, reactions to it, try that method first before going to the doctors because it's it's either that or you pay yeah. $300 for the test. Yeah. I, I honestly, like, I've never actually even heard of that. So that's kind of cool. And I've never been diagnosed with, like... Other than my auto, my autoimmune disease is my blood, um, so mm-hmm. uh, 
So I'm going to check that. I'm going to actually try that out, and I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah, just check it out. Don't go crazy. Yeah, I'll shoot Install you a message. Monitor it. Yeah, shoot me a message. You got yeah. it. And then one final answer or question for you, and it's it's both kind of a thing, mm -hmm. right? Your, your favorite food, and have you ever eaten Spam? Have I ever eaten Spam? Spam. Mm, you know what that no. is? Seriously? You never hear Spam? No, I have never eaten Spam. Oh man! I'm sorry. Okay, so, it's okay. Here's, <laughs> here's your uh, <laughs> here's your homework. Whenever we're done here, uh -huh. look up spam. I feel and I've it's, seen uh, the, it's a delivery cans. Yeah, the cans, oh. the canned ones. Okay, I know what that is, but I've never tried it. Ah, uh, it's so good. Is My it? wife still hates it though. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's such a Filipino thing. I grew up with it, mm -hmm. and it's uh, it it was originally made for in a war. So when when people you know, they're trying to get you the goods from the States, uh -huh. but they couldn't get you the goods because it would spoil. So they found a way to preserve the meat. And I'm talking about scraps, uh -huh. like scrap ends of meat and put it in a can. And they were able to ship this, oh. you know, uh, to the troops. And that's how Spam was created back in the, I think in the 40s or 50s. Like that. Wow. I've, I didn't, I've never, I've, I know my husband likes it, but yeah, he likes it because he likes to eat everything. But it's not something we keep in our in our pantry or in our fridge or anything. Um, uh, it's okay. Your husband and I can hang. Right. It's okay. <laughs> he eats everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then now, favorite food, and that's my last. My question. favorite food. I guess I'm kind of biased because my mom's from El Salvador, but pupusas. Mm. Um, pupusas, yes. Yeah, those are like my my you could say my comfort food and my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um. And then if it wasn't that, I guess it would be salmon, honestly. Like anything seafood, I yeah. love. Have you ever tried wild salmon or arctic char? I, I have tried wild salmon. Okay, try char the next time it's in season. I mean, you can buy it now, but it's a little pricey. Mm -hmm. But if you wait like around February or March mm -hmm. next year, that's when it's in season. Okay. Try that instead of salmon. I think you'd like it. Yeah, I'll try that. Because I love, I love fish. I love fried fish. I love the other kind of fish. I like oysters and shrimp. One, two of my friends don't like seafood. So I'm like, gosh, I can't go mm. to these places with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> seafood seafood's a little hard. Yeah. But luckily yeah, my dad, you, luckily my not. dad, uh, he kind of got me started as a kid. So. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's how it starts. Yeah. All right. Well. That's pretty much all we got. Thank you again for joining us. Now, before we do end, uh, if you don't mind, if you can uh, link us all your stuff, where they can find you, where they can hear you, and then I'll make sure to link it underneath on the on the description below. Sure. Um, you can find me on both Meta, uh, sorry, Facebook and Instagram on Metafit Metamind Podcast. Uh, you can shoot me an email uh, at Carla at MetafitMetamind.com or I even write on Medium um, mm. at Carlita Xfit. So those are those are really the places that I that I'm on right now. Gotcha. And then uh, when does your episodes air? Pretty much. They air on Sundays at noon Central Time, so that would be one o'clock your time. Got it. All right, so there it is, Miss Carla Rodriguez from MetaFit Meta Mind Podcast. Make sure you check her out. I'll make sure to link all the description below so you can check out all her good stuff. Uh, and anything else? Uh, we are Chef's Meal. We air every Thursday at ten in the morning. Make sure you check out the newest episode coming up. And then uh, on Mondays at 6 p.m. where my, my chef 
and I talk about the, what happened in the restaurant. But other than that, have a good night and thank you so much, Carla. Awesome, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal, where we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between.